So what's up? There we go. Are we in this? This is yeah. This is us. We can, you can is that, is that peaking? It's a soft open. It's a very soft open. <laughs> it's always a soft open. Keeping it fifty one fifty episode twelve. Twelve. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. It just sank in how many hours we spent doing this. <laughs> yeah, number twelve. Uh, checked, out, checked our feed. Um yeah. still still got like forty subscribers. So All right. real. I saw that the the most popular episode switched again. Oh, what's our most popular episode now? In that like number one spot was actually I think episode two. Like people went back. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Like <laughs> I'm assuming no emails. No emails, no no reviews, nothing. So, you know, continue to get us on <laughs> yeah, like, I can make you feel okay at gmail.com. Just type it in. It's so much fun just to type that email address out. Come on. I don't know, maybe skipping that week, maybe we lost momentum. Yeah, that's true. We were, we were building up as... We were really, it was a slow build, but we were getting there. We we'd finally knocked off all those other Seattle Grindcore podcasts that <laughs> <Yeah>. were... <laughs> We're, fi- we're finally ready to take a run at Joe Rogan and <laughs> fucking My Favorite Murder. And then we took that week off. Our rivals, our, uh, the closest rival podcast we have actually came to Seattle, came to our fucking backyard last it night. It did. Um, and I wanted to go, but I didn't hear about it until it was already sold out, which is weird because I listen to this podcast like it comes out twice a week. This is a Pod Save America. Formally, Pod Save America. Formally for- keeping it Keeping it, it uh, 1600. Which is why this podcast is called what it is. Uh, which we talked about before, but you guys don't listen to this. So we can no. just recycle we, all material. We, we'll repeat ourselves until you email us. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this week's opening segment. This one's about the Grammys. It's usually about the Grammys. We care more yeah. about the Grammys on this podcast than anything else. We really dive into uh, award shows that we don't actually care about. No. No, I've, I don't really. I mean. I talk, I've talked more about the Grammys on this podcast that I have my entire life. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. think I've like lapped it like four times. I wasn't of- even really aware of, of what was going on in them. And then I noticed when we started doing research, it's like, Megan has been announced for 12 Grammys. This is a thing. This yeah, is we- area of investigation needs to crack over. Yeah, this like, well, you know, you need, you need content. Um, <laughs> I mean, we didn't worry about that for this week. No. We're very no. content light. Yeah. We figured we can just coast through on charm <laughs> you know what's um not content light is our beer pairing for today because i brought yeah, this, a this beer that's good nine percent alcohol yeah this is getting into wine territory it's a it's a belgian style triple ale called <laughs> le fin du monde um, <laughs> right, we're, we're gonna leave this in why is one in here with uh just measuring this measuring stuff sound canceling headphones and <laughs> <laughs> did not want to hear no. what we were saying <laughs> Did need to get these measurements. She wears those all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very funny. This is (laughs) yeah. Well, allows you to really like. But my audience, my audience of one is like, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I, I can't be bothered to listen to you. I need to measure things right now. So (laughs) I don't want to be distracted by your hilarious observations (laughs) about fucking airline peanuts. What is the deal with peanuts? They don't even give out peanuts anymore. No, I think there's like allergies and stuff, and people are like, literally, like, you will die if you go near something with the wood peanut printed on it or something like that. This I'm willing to bet that... I don't know if you bought nuts at a store recently. I have not. Do they say contains nuts? They, one, they do, which is hilarious. I mean, but also, they're weird. They're like weirdly expensive. Like, oh. I'm surprised people don't get shot for cashews more often. There's that line in Seinfeld, these are like 80 cents a nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I wonder if... Uh, the real reason that you don't get uh, peanuts on airlines anymore is because it's easier to give you shitty Chex Mix knockoff. Oh, like yeah. pretzels are much cheaper than uh, like a peanut. You know, like I have cosmos. never craved a pretzel. Like a, a big soft pretzel, maybe, but those little tiny ones. Yeah, like I'm never if like, I'm oh a, man, if... I, I want that. I don't think that's anyone's go-to food. Get get at us, go like and make you feel okay at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're if really little pretzels are your favorite food. Yeah, if these pretzels are making you thirsty right now. Um, <laughs> Super pretzels are one of my favorite. Uh, super pretzels, the big giant soft ones. Yeah, are the, they, the, the ones sweet? that you can microwave, right? Oh, okay. Like I don't you, mind you go... dough being in that shape. I've nothing, <laughs> nothing against that. Right, but yeah, <laughs> so many times I'll be like, I would stumble home from a bar, six pints in, like pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah, and be like, I gotta sober up. Let me make like three <laughs> super pretzels. Let's put American cheese on them. Microwave them shits. And I just... need more carbs. <laughs> three of these and two pints of Guinness. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just round out the evening. 
I didn't like. I didn't used to look at like what was in things. Well, in your twenties, you don't need to. By the way, if you're sure. in your twenties right now, go ahead, please. Just, yeah. just eat whatever you can. It's amazing. Yeah, it's the best because at a certain point, you have to yeah, you have that, to take some hard looks. I mean, getting old. Is, the alternative to getting old is worse, but live it while you can. You know, what being immortal. Being a Highlander? Being a Highlander. <laughs> it's like, okay. Because, you know, other than occasion... You say occasion, a, ha- a Highlander, like, there's loads of them. <laughs> well, there was in the beginning. I mean, I know there could be only one, but if you watch that TV show and the movies, no. for a, the vast majority of the movie, it seemed like being a Highlander was just like, oh, I'm just going to, like, live forever, collect art. <laughs> Every once in a while, I have to get into a sword fight, but if I, like, as long as I don't get killed, I can yeah. go back to being, you know... Christopher Lambier. I'm not sure what a quickening is. That doesn't seem like something that I think you can... It's not what you think it would be. Is there a third where it's the quickenest? Is they, I like that they, they got, for that movie, they got Sean Connery. Yeah. Scotsman. Sure, yeah. To play Ramirez, a Spaniard. Fantastic. And then they got Christopher Lambier to play a Scotsman. And he's French? He's French, I'm right? I'm going to say French. He's definitely not Scottish, nor does he even attempt a Scottish accent during the course of that movie. Tighten it up, Castering of the Highlander. Yeah, yeah, no shit. 1991. It's weird every time it's like, Ramirez, and then he's like... like, She? (laughs) Not seen it. I don't know what happens in this movie. That shockingly close to what happens in that movie. Also, you should really watch Highlander. It's... It's kind of terrible. I've not seen Apocalypse Now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I need to, you know, there's a lot of okay. movies I need to see. On also, I know there's there's four species movies, and I've only seen the first two, so I need to The fact that you've seen the second one, and you haven't seen Apocalypse Now, is pretty fun. But... No, I made that straight choice of seeing those two movies. <laughs> I do, hey, what should I we do watch? it again. <laughs> what should we watch? Apocalypse Now or Species 2? And you're like, wait. Uh, I, I've said it five times in a row, Species 2. <laughs> yes, it's like... <laughs> Does that have Michael Madsen in it? Yes, it does. Species too. <laughs> he's, a, he's a scientist, I think. I can't remember. I, was he a scientist? I think he was just. Maybe like he's just a hit. Maybe he's just fucking Mr. Blonde again. He but. was kind of. I think he was like security scumbag guy, where he's just like, I gotta protect you, eggheads. I don't know if he actually said that in Species. I'm gonna assume he did. Or it's like, I think like, in the second one, he gets his masters and he's a scientist. I don't know. All right, he's like, <laughs> okay, fellow eggheads. <laughs> Yeah. Let's protect the princess from I don't know what's happening in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we kinda got off the point now, don't we? I, I can't you know what? I think the point was we were about to drink a beer. Yeah, we, we should, really we went a get long way. That. I tried to segue into talking about the sp- specific beer and somehow it's a, it's a Belgian uh, style triple L, La Fin du Monde. This is a big fancy bottle, so it's got a cork and everything. Yeah. Um which, you know, for the price, I expect a cork because it's it's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. It's more like a you know like a Bel- like, well it is a Belgian ale. Yes, it's exactly like the thing that it's exactly like the thing that advertised itself as. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know, for being nine percent alcohol, it doesn't taste overly alcoholic. No, which was my no. concern. Sometimes you get those like. Those IPAs that are like this is eleven yeah. percent, like, and you can like you really taste it yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, it's like stringent, and it's it's yeah, yeah. This is kind of this is uh, I don't know if smooth is the right word, but yeah, you can't. You know when you have like a, a a good whiskey and it doesn't blow your fucking head off. It's like oh yeah yeah, that's that's like a similar yeah, sort of thing in this. It doesn't this peel bit. the outside <laughs> layer of your throat off as you're drinking it. <laughs> yeah, shots fired. That's why it's shitty whiskey. Stuff. That's fine. Look, it, we were nothing if not opinionated on, yeah. on this whole thing. Speaking of being opinionated, yeah. I'm opinionated about the lack of funds that this <laughs> podcast draws in, which is why I think we should read some ads so okay, we can well. make that money. We all love online gambling. It's the most friendly way to deplete your savings. But aren't you bored with online poker, blackjack, and pie gal? Of course you are. That's why you've got to get into Who's Got the Most Teeth. Who's Got the Most Teeth is a gambling app in which you bet with your friends on who has the most teeth. Here's the deal. Every Monday at 6 a.m. you're assigned a celebrity. Any celebrity living or dead. It doesn't matter. Except to their family. And you have to make the decision. Does my celebrity have more teeth than the one assigned to my friends? Do your research. Run some scenarios in your head. And at 620, 
place your bets. The winning mouth will be revealed on Thursday, giving you plenty of time to think about just how much money you could lose and how you explain it to your spouse. Use the promo code KEEPING IT 5150 a podcast about music, jokes, degenerate gambling, and celebrity teeth, and we'll randomly assign you some maximally toothed celebrities for your first three weeks. Who's got the most teeth? It's actually come to this. This is a thing now. And we're back. we're back. All right. Um, we should get onto our feature feature segment. <laughs> sure. Because uh, Seattle's premier grindcore podcast wants to talk about. If anyone's actually listening, you've already read the episode title. Yeah, you there's... know what we're going to talk about. So we're going to gradually pull the curtain back. It's <laughs> starting in 1988. That's Tracy Ullman shorts. Oh, what could it possibly fucking so be? So the show we're talking about is Magnum P.I. <laughs> we want to talk about Rick, uh, TC, Higgins, all of the gang. It's one of the best TV shows. <laughs> Steven, tell me, tell me your hot take about Island Hoppers. It really jumped the shark around, uh, was it season 11? <laughs> that went on for another 17 seasons. My favorite, there's an episode where uh, he has to follow someone, but he's coming from a funeral, and because he's a naval, he was a naval officer in Vietnam, he's wearing full white like dress uniform. Sure. So he's like, I gotta follow this guy. I hope he doesn't notice. So it's a guy in a full like dress uniform in a Ferrari, yeah. <laughs> like tailing someone. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> come on! Yeah. We might have to put a pin in Magnum <laughs> PI and come back to it on another podcast. <laughs> okay, was it the A-Team? It was the A-Team, yes. Okay, so... 28 seasons. <laughs> so, Tracy I... Ullman introduced us to Bad Attitude Baracus, <laughs> The Face Man, yeah. Hannibal, Mad Dog Murdoch. The after, gang! After... <laughs> The gang. You know, they had a smooth van. They went around. Look, they promptly escaped from a <laughs> maximum security stockade. Stockade? Sure. <laughs> the <laughs> most important part of that is not how they escaped. It was that they were convicted of a crime that they didn't commit. They yeah. want you to know that they did not commit that crime. No, these, these guys They committed innocent. many crimes in the course of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. They murder a bunch of people. <laughs> they never murder anyone. They make sure they, they always show they that. They shoot near the feet of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. They're, people are constantly getting into horrible rollover accidents in Jeeps and just getting up and walking away. Like People have been paralyzed for so much less than those rollover accidents. I, like, I think the problem was, after George Peppard died, they carried on for another 20 seasons. That was the that was the flaw. The one became, flaw in the 80s. It became 30-something. <laughs> now they're not mercenaries. Now they're uh, lawyers. I don't know what 30-something was about. I just like the idea that there'd be a fairly something episode where people are like, I think I'm having a midlife crisis, and then BA would take first through a wall and start welding stuff or whatever. He uh, was so good at welding. <laughs> in conclusion, we should talk about the actual show that we're like. So starting in 1988 and continuing to fucking now. Frasier. Was it Frasier? The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Close enough. So um, what we wanted to sort of discuss was uh, like, wh- when was it good? When when did it get bad? What's your favorite episode? That kind of all the the joys and and the pains of being a, a Simpsons fan, like yeah. So so Paul, well like, well, like when did when did you first see it? I was on it from Jump from Jump Street from from the Ullman shorts. Oh, from uh, season no, one. Uh, Tracy Ullman was on too late for me to watch it as a little kid, but I knew about the Simpsons. And then when they launched, they did a Christmas special, and that was like Simpsons a, roasting on a fire. Yeah, yeah, and that was like this soft pilot to, to the so, show. So that would and, have been like 1990-ish. Yeah, whenever that, like, yeah. that And when that dropped, um, we watched it every week. I watched it every week from then on till probably 2000, probably 2002. And there was a period of time where me and my friends, like, you had to be able to, like, quote The Simpsons at a high level <laughs> to, like, hang out almost. Like, because that's, like, we peppered in so many direct, like, quotes and references it, to it, Simpsons. It's episodes. so fun to do that. Um, it's very quotable. And the, the the little short lines that, like, minor characters and, like, throwaway characters will say, like, the, the, the giant hand guy with this, like, yeah. I first noticed this in 1955. Yeah, it's all I'm atrophying on my ability to accurately quote The Simpsons, but we'll, yeah, we'll like, get into well, that. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, there was a time period where I think that it bridged mainstream and underground culture. Like, that was just a show that everybody, like, watched. Yeah. Or people who were cool watched. And then it kept going. It's a shame. I, I first saw, saw the show when I went to college in 1996 because they had um, cable television or satellite television. I didn't have that. And it was on Sky, which is the main network in the UK. And that was the only thing that carried it. It hadn't made it, made it to the BBC yet. 
So the first episode I saw, I think, was the it was a, a Treehouse of Horror special with the um, the, the the time tub. It's the little uh, the science experiment, um, and that the, the, it gets hit by lightning or something, and and oh, the, the little tube. the little tiny people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she the puts tooth. A, she yes, puts a tooth, tooth in soda, like see, yeah, remember, and that and one. then it like and then there's little people. That one's good. Yeah, okay. and I think it has Bart's evil twin in it. I think it's the same episode. That was a really good Hubbard joke where he's like, "You probably have never even seen your own reflection," <laughs> and then he holds up a thing and you <laughs> look at it, but he's just an empty frame and it's just Hubbard, and then he punches through it. So <laughs> I, I I got hooked there and had to. Try and like finagle being able to watch it in, yeah. in various <laughs> various places until it until it became available. Yeah, like I, I watched it every week, and then at a certain point, Fox they had a block where they would do like two Simpsons and then like a news radio or something. Oh, like, right, that sounds good. And uh, when I was going to college, <laughs> in air quotes, um, I would fucking like every day. It'd be like, oh, it's fucking five or six or whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna like I'm gonna watch Simpsons I've seen. Like a million times before. <laughs> that, that was the other thing we used to. Um, I we eventually got uh, cable TV at home, and I tape like whenever it was on. I just recorded and made like thirteen video cassettes, and then took them with me to college the following year. When we had a VCR, and my friends and I would just watch it over and over and over again. Like, and this was this, these were good episodes. This was it was desperately important to us, and uh, you watch it all the time. What you can watch it over and over and over again. It it. it the first like six or seven times you see certain episodes, like they they continue to give extra, like oh, I hadn't noticed that little bit before, or you know I hadn't, I hadn't got exactly yeah. that line down, or seen that background gag or whatever it is. There's there's a lot in there. There used to be the variety of types of jokes is what made it awesome because there'd oh, be like yeah. some very very like clever like intellectual jokes and then there'll be like some really dumb jokes and then there'll be just like sight gags and yeah. then there'll be like dumb puns and stuff. So it's like it yeah like it, the the variety for, it of was humor. for kids and grown ups and like indie rock kids and dumb mainstream people yeah fuck you dumb mainstream people um you know it was it, it had a lot of um it really really took comedy very very seriously and really was, yeah it was a properly crafted like brilliant show and I think and it, it also did um sorry uh smart jokes within that not in that self conscious way that Futurama does and I like Futurama a lot but there's Something about nerd culture and geek culture where it gets a little bit self-celebratory, where it's just like, oh, pie. Oh, let's let's talk about the digits of pie. Fuck off. Like that's, or, that's not yeah. necessarily funny just because you studied physics. That's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. but like seasons three and four then of Futurama were really really good. But there was a lot of like, oh, this joke is about the way resistors work. And yeah, so you only get this joke if you know like. And then there was the, there was the brain swapping one in which they actually published a paper. Uh, because it actually came up with some new mathematical theory because the people that write Futurama are so smart. And it's like, I don't know if I actually want this to be part of jokes. Like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a recovering scientist, but fucking hell, let's, let's <laughs> maybe not have these two things quite so close together. Well, my, fa- my favorite line in Futurama, though, is... Uh, Hibbert, fucking uh, Farnsworth getting um, the the crowd's attention, the crowd of scientists' attention by yelling "pi is exactly three. I think that is a very good joke. <laughs> yeah, despite um, my ranting about pi not being a fucking yeah, I know. Funny yeah, way to <laughs> like right. backslide on your own point. <laughs> but uh, before anyway. there was Futurama, um, there there was The Simpsons, and um, what it comes down to, and part of it is like this could be cranky old guy but i feel like i work with a lot of different people i talk to a lot of different people it's been a really long time since the simpsons has been a thing that anyone talks about yeah right well let's see uh, there was um the banksy opening uh a, f- a couple of years ago yeah, yeah sometimes there's like this amb- oh, they did this ambitious thing or they really took a pot shot at blank but what i'm saying is yeah, like you're right it's, well, it's not been like oh that episode was really fucking good if, if this show was still like this relevant comedic thing yeah beyond that people would like make reference to it more often i feel like part of that is like it's been on 20 plus years but the other thing is i think like it hasn't kept up a quality to where like it's fought through the noise of everything that's going on right it'll be 30 years next year (laughs) yeah right there was a period of time like if it had stopped even after the decline a little bit say it stopped at season 15 Okay, so we wow. Say say it hung on till season fifteen, and they were like, "Nah, we're just out of ideas, right? Yeah, we're just gonna like call it." And that, that will be uh, two thousand two thousand four. We ended it in two thousand four. That will be a 
what would that be? Not quite 20 years. It would be 16, 16 years from yeah. 88 to 2004. That would mean there's probably like five like not very good to terrible seasons of the show. And you still, the highs of the show would have been, you would have been like legitimately talking about it as one of the best TV shows ever. Yeah. The, right. I think that, that there's the thing about ruining, ruining legacy and there's 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 a bullshit to it and there's a truth to it because if if it had finished like in season 15 if it had finished in season 10 it would be like what the hell that was amazing and it's gone like a lot of, a lot of shows are like that yeah, so yeah. Um, it would be this lamented classic if it finished in 15 it would be like oh because it was on the decline but it was still it was still amazing it's still going now so like when when you talk about the Simpsons you, you have to kind of caveat and go you know I'm talking about Seasons three through eight, or well, three through ten, or depending on like, where you're at. <laughs> this point, if you're a fan of comedy, there's like seasons four through eleven are pretty peerless. Yeah, but that's that's not that's that is a very small slice. There are twenty eight seasons. Yeah, yeah, increasingly small slice as this goes along. Less than a third of the total. Like, there's over six hundred episodes, and we're talking about about two hundred episodes. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. I really struggle when like shows come out and then shows end and you have to kind of reshuffle like what's the greatest TV show of all time like what's yeah. this thing yeah. like yeah it's like oh man like the Sopranos like the Pine Barrens episode and the episode where they like visit a college it's like that's great yep. there's a lot of bad Sopranos episodes I'm not a guy who thinks the Sopranos is the best TV show ever so I'm gonna preface with that but I'm saying that like yeah. that like just because you have yeah yeah some good really really good episodes like it. If you're talking about a, a thing, especially a thing that can end on its own terms, which I think The Simpsons will not get canceled. The Simpsons is going to be The Simpsons until they decide to stop making Simpsons and they'll figure out a way to end it. I'm not even sure if like Matt Groening's in charge of that decision. I think probably it's, not. It's, it's, it's whoever the shareholders of Fox are in charge of that decision. Yeah, like if, if he was like, "I'm out. I don't want to do it anymore." I, I, I'm. I don't know how. Obviously, I don't know how the fucking contract law of The Simpsons works, but yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see. I just think with especially the level that TV has gotten to, and, and I think the Sim, I think the Simpsons helped that, especially for comedy. I think they showed that you could be a wider ranging level of things, clever right? and dumb. You could be dumb, yeah. You could be high and lowbrow, yeah. and everything in between, and that like shows how to work hard. I think it's. You know, so think, I, I get all the, there's so many references in those early Simpsons episodes. I understand. I get more things from that. Uh, and like my wife was like, "Oh, how do you know about that thing?" I'm like, "It was in The Simpsons." Like very often, I know about a thing because it was in The Simpsons. Somehow, this yes. makes it cheaper, and as if I haven't really studied it. But I, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's so it's educational in a way. Also, I was able to move to the U.S. because uh, you might have noticed I'm not from here, um, and it was a, an easier transition for me because The Simpsons had so much just fucking information in it about yeah. about how things were. Uh, yeah. The other friends that were not massive fans of The Simpsons like didn't know as many things as I just from purely from this one television right. show. So it was, it's a dense nugget of information. It is, but I mean, or it was. I, I don't know. Yeah, what I I, I, uh, some of these later episodes, maybe they're any good. But the problem is, it's like your favorite characters, and if they're doing something mediocre, it feels like they're doing something fucking dreadful. If if it started, if a brand new show started and it was season sixteen of The Simpsons, it'd probably be like pretty good you'd be like oh, this is this is yeah, all right i disagree i because i just think <laughs> is it, it that bad it's really hard to divorce this from the fact that it used to be so fucking amazing that's what well I'm i guess that's part of what i like the i may, I may be holding that against it but yeah. i watch those shows and like i don't sit there like being like entertaining like it's like i want to enjoy no, it yeah, but if yeah. shit's if yeah. it's a laugh desert it's a laugh de desert i feel like what i've watched I, I a lot of jokes are try hard and i just feel like there's an effortless spark to it that it had that it doesn't have anymore and part that could be somewhat some performance some but it's also just like writing wise i think they've you know the characters are just a little bit off because they've been around so long Forever. <laughs> yeah. and yeah i you know it should end i understand why it doesn't it's fucking you know I assume it's a cash cow. I mean, it's it it's still, it's money, fewer, like, fewer and fewer uh, viewers every year, but I think that's also because fewer and fewer people are watching television. Sure, we don't want to end this on entirely a downer note. I mean, no, like, no, the, the Simpsons is, is still so, one of the greatest TV shows ever made. That's, look, that's like I said, it's going to have to run for another hundred years before it drops out of the top ten. I think. Well, like I said, it's one of those ones where it's like you cannot if you if you go season 
four through eleven. Yeah, we we got the Wikipedia page up in front of us. Like, is I there anything? Is there anything great in the first the first couple? The of first season, even though it's weird that they had uh, a lot of the same people who would yeah. like, write Hall of Fame episodes. Like, I think the first season, it's too much of a regular sitcom. Like, and uh, also, Bart's kind of the star of the first season. It's like that. It's it's kind. Of, it's almost is for kids. Yeah, they don't great. suck, but it's not like yeah. That's not why The Simpsons is good. Yeah. Especially as me, because I'm like, generally my favorite episodes are like Homer episodes. Like oh, those, sure. You know, like the majority so. of episodes I like are like Homer. Some people really like like Lisa episodes because it's, well, like it's a bit, bit different. More heart or like they like, you know. But yeah. people really like, is it Lisa's substance? That's oh, Homer's that's where she falls in love with um, her teacher, which I. You Mr. Know, Mr. I, Mr. Bernstrom? Bergstrom. Yeah. yeah. With Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I like that one. That still makes people's like favorite episode list uh, which know is what? surprising th- to me i think because of the end but the rest of it is it's good but it's not it's not super funny it's but not, it depends uh, what you, you're going for i mean if you're going yeah. for density of jokes density of really good jokes yeah. it's going to be something from season five through eight i think season three is when you start getting yeah to get good yes so uh, let's, let's briefly look at uh, season three and like what's the I remember Flaming Moe's being being pretty fucking funny. Flaming Moe's got some like and, and it has good jokes. it's oh. probably the best use of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think they really shouldn't be in anything else other than, other yeah. than this. I also and this might be because I I tend to like John Schwartzwelder episodes. Yeah, uh, Homer at Bat, which that, I think is that's the, very good. That's yeah. probably my favorite of the season of that season. Let's move on because I think so we're, actually, we're actually getting into possible favorite episodes now. I don't think. Uh, like for all for all the love we might have for for Homer at Bat, which is probably the best use of best use of sports people in a fucking animated show I've ever heard. They still come off as sports people, but then it's not that bad. Yeah, know? and they can kind of hit their lines. Yeah, well, and it's just uh, yeah, and I don't even like baseball. It's funny, no. but it's like um, here we go. So, so season four becomes um, Marge versus the Monorail. Is that, is is that some, that's kind of one? That's the number one that like people put fucking up. Missed the Plow. You have Mr. Plow, you have uh, Marge versus the Monorail, you have a streetcar named Marge, uh, which is like where she and oh, Ned yeah, Flanders yeah. get cast in a streetcar named Desire. And it's, That's um, a goodie. Like, uh, Last Eggs of Springfield is the uh, Lisa's, Lisa wants braces. Lisa uh, needs braces. Diddle plane. <laughs> um, this is the point where it's starting to be like a fucking... Yeah, it's, it's building to an absolute powerhouse. There's so many good episodes in this. Season 5. I think it's, I think it's season 5. I I don't think there's a bad episode in season five. In fact, I don't think there's anything less than a classic episode in season five, but we'll see as we yeah. scroll through the Wikipedia list and hope that this can be edited into something funny. Like Deep Space fucking Homer, that's so good. Deep Space, like... Bart gets an elephant! Oh, man! I, <laughs> Rosebud is undercover, like, top five episodes for me. Like, it's a Citizen, it's a Citizen Kane referencing yeah, thing, with yeah. the Ram- and the Ramones are in it. That's right, yeah, And the yeah. Ramones play Happy Birthday, like... <laughs> But they like do have the Rolling Stones killed. <laughs> Come on, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, so it has Cape Cape Fear, which is my favorite. I think that's straight up my favorite Simpsons episode. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which is it's it's a John Vitti episode. I thought Conan O'Brien wrote it, but I was yeah. That was um, that's my that's my go to is like as. as my unexamined favorite Simpsons episode is that one, but I'm, my I, unexamined I, one will come up when we get to I, season eight. But this season five is is brilliant. I can't I can't see an episode in here that that I wouldn't want to watch over no. and over again. Season six. Season six. This fucking it's got Homer the Great, which is the uh, oh, Stone yeah. Cutters episode. All of these are John Swartzwell that we're hitting. Uh, Bart's Comet, Homer the Clown, uh, and Maggie Makes Free, which is a good one. That's yeah, really, like flashback. That's one of the best flashbacks to see stuff episodes. Is that the Do It For Her ending? Is yeah, that, that's yeah. really again. That's like emotionally really well done. Under, another undercover great episode is the Limit of Troy. Yeah, oh um, no! I, I'm straight up. That that's great. That's, I quote that's just that. Really good. I quote that all the time. There's a Millhouse line where it's like they're always eating candy in Shelbyville. <laughs> they love the sweet, sweet taste. <laughs> is that? I think that's also the one that has. He meets another Millhouse. Yeah, so, so this like, is this what it sounds like when Dubs cry. Yeah, and they start hugging each other. That's unstoppable. There's, there's, there's no bad with, lines in that episode. I've been. I was taking notes earlier, writing down my like. Oh, these standout episodes. Seven. I wrote down so many episodes. <laughs> like it's really hard. You got fucking yeah. 
Ryu Actaman's great. You have um you have King Size Homer, which is where uh, Homer decides to become like morbidly obese so he could work at home. Twenty two short films about Springfield. Yes, very, very good. Uh Ragin' Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson and the curse of the flying hellfish, which I think is a super underrated like episode because it's yes. really weird. I, like very very fond of that one. Um the one don't <laughs> like they, they they have to give the painting back to the German guy, and he has a, he has a CD changer full of Kraftwerk CDs in the trunk of his car. Yes, yeah, more German, make it more German. Yeah, it's so good. And also, I'm not normally as big of a fan of Lisa episodes, but Lisa the Iconoclast is the episode where she finds she finds out that Jebediah Springfield was oh, like yeah, yeah. Uh, the silver tongue. Yeah, the silver tongue, and he was technically an asshole and like a scumbag, yeah. and like that the the town is founded on a lie and um she has to decide whether or not to expose that or not and yeah uh, that episode is surprisingly good for again i kind of i find lisa episodes to be sometimes a little too preachy and yeah the soft the sentimental one this i think one is uh marge be not proud isn't it where where bart steals the the video game yeah that's that one but it has one of the best Millhouse jokes of all yeah, time. Yeah, I think we're the same one. Where he's telling me, I'm just tempted my name. It's like, it's like he's like, I even got my name, Frillhouse. And then they show the actual screen and it just says Frillho because there's not enough spots. No, I'm really into the cup and ball now. <laughs> Season Ho- 7, there's no bad episodes as well. I'm looking no. through. Uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns, I think, is not. Because it's stretched over two. That's not the greatest stuff that's in. That's probably the yeah. weak link between season. Well, obviously it's the, it's the yeah. link between season six and seven. But it's, I think it's it will probably be the worst episodes of both. Of yeah, them. yeah. I would um, I would say so. Um, season eight has, see, the, has the rot set in yet? I don't think it has. No. Oh no. Because season eight, season eight contains your favorite episode. Oh god, there's so many to choose from. There, there's a lot. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you which one it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and guess. Okay. I really like you only moved twice. Boom. It could you be just, that. You just you just guessed it. <laughs> You only live twice is probably my favorite episode. I like pound for pound, Hank Hank Scorpio. Hank Scorpio, yeah, and that's um, Albert Brooks. It's it? Albert Brooks. Yeah, they never brought him back, as far as I know. I stopped watching. I hope they never did. They could bring oh, Albert. The, the, no, that, he's not been back. Hank Scorpio, super villain, seasons of the East Coast. That was it. That's <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Everything about that episode is amazing. Yeah, well, and it's just when you get home, there'll be an extra story in your house. I, Yes. Yeah. There's that. There's like all like everyone's like B plots where like Marge is bored because everyone takes care of everything. So yeah. she just starts drinking a, an extra glass of wine a day. And it's like, and they treat it like it's a big thing, but it's literally like she just has a glass of wine. Yeah. Like Lisa's like, Great outdoors and is allergic to everything. <laughs> You're a northern reticulated chipmunk, aren't you? You are so reticulated. And then. Bart gets brought into like the special uh, class with the Canadian students. <laughs> we're just Canadian, and it's like take out your like circles of paper and your like safety pencils or whatever. It's like, oh, Homer, if you want to do me a favor, kill some guys on the way out. That'd really help. <laughs> like, I, I tackled the loafer at work today. <laughs> just, oh, oh. Um, how pleased would you be if you end up writing that and submitting it? Just ah, if yeah, if I was John. John Schwartz will again, the writer of uh, only only moved twice. Yeah, you'd be doing victory laps. Just that you'd be to running be fair, around the though, parking lot. Did he write? Um, did he write uh, Mountain of Madness? Uh, he did. That's later. He's yeah. got two. Oh, it's this episode. It's, it's this also season, the yeah. season. He, that's two Hall of Fame Simpsons episodes in the same season. Like yeah. only moved twice is awesome. Mountain of Madness is also one of my favorite episodes. Very good. I really like the um, the mysterious voice of Homer. The um, the Johnny Cash episode with the with the the, the spooky. <laughs> I didn't like pepper. it at the time. I that one's really grown on me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I liked the, having Johnny Cash as a, as a coyote. I thought it was funny. How were they fall? I didn't really dig that much. It's okay. It has it has Mo. A, actually, a, a good Mo episode can be quite fun. Oh, well, that's the it. boxing one, right? Yeah, yeah. That one's great. One he battles. Uh, there's a lot of Bindle jokes and hobo oh, jokes. That's in true. That. Yeah. And then there's there like at one point I think it's like it's either Linear Carl's like. That tramp fights with the energy of a hobo, which is just a great line. And, it, and also, oh, you find out that like as he's getting better and better, he goes to more and more uh, luxurious car washes. Is that there's the uh, the part where um, Mo runs down his boxing career to Homer, and he's like, "I was kid gorgeous, and then I was kid presentable, presentable. and then I was kid gruesome. Finally, kid Mo, <laughs> kid Mo. Like, 
I changed my mind. That's a really good episode. <laughs> right? How many like... enemies in this one? This one is a, a little... The way it ends is very, very bleak and very black. It's not like a normal Simpsons episode, like Frank Grimy Grimes. <laughs> and he's like, Homer falls asleep at his funeral. And it's just, and everyone's like, the channel, ah, Mike. Yeah. It ends with like, that's our Homer. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's a bit, like... But he's kind of being a dick to this guy for kind of no reason. And it's funny to have like a character be like point out and it in any yeah, in yeah. That it's like how do you afford this place? How do you afford this like this house is giant? How do you afford this place? You're straight up terrible at your job. Like how do you continue to have a job like and everyone is just like, Oh well, you know, that's you know <laughs> everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I put their races in the end of pencils. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think in general, season eight I ride for, but this is where like I think they peak out. I think this is peak. I really, I really like Brother from another series as well. I think this I, I, there's a little bit of stunt casting in that with putting putting Niles in that. Yeah. It's oh, sorry, David Hypers. But it's it's really good. Like I, I, I'm, I'm totally in because I love both those, both those episodes, both those shows. Yeah, marrying them across can be problematic if you're not a fan of Frasier. Um, but it, it just works really well. Blowing up the Springfield Dam, um, Sideshow Bob actually rescuing the children and then having to go to, <laughs> having to go to jail anyway. That sounds like the tale of crazy old Sideshow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But Chief, he's innocent. That's innocent. That sounds like the tale of crazy old Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Again, just like, putting the pencil down, running around the desk. <laughs> yes, nailed it. Like, um, yeah. That, that, so that's all of season eight is gold. The the only uh, only questionable stuff would be uh, Homer's phobia, which is again, I think, probably pretty well done, but just dated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're now in the decline. We're yeah, not, I think not, so. We're not falling that fast because there's a few, there's a couple of really good episodes. The uh, uh, Realty Bites, where uh, Marge becomes a, a realtor. Right. Quite like that. It's pretty yeah, good. That one's good. Um, the Joy of Sect is good. That's the one where uh, they join a cult. Yes. And But Homer's not into it until they sing the leader to the tune of the Batman. <laughs> Batman yeah. And then, you know. Uh, um, Willie. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch him for for fifty, deprogram him from a hundred, and kill him for five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Cartridge Family was banned, I think, in the UK. Um. So it wasn't it wasn't available as, as on Sky. So I think I'm not sure I've seen Cartridge Family. I remember, some, I remember <laughs> having some good jokes, like. I kind of like the last temptation of crust, where uh, Krusty's gonna like because Bill Hicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or a good... like, yeah, he's like half Hicks, half kind of George Carlin. Like he becomes that kind of dude. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot some of very good, good stand-up uh, observations and Homer like overly empathizing with the <laughs> with the one of the. Don't you hate pants? Like I hope he tells us to burn our pants. <laughs> and she's like, and Marge is like, Lisa. Forty dollars is all the money I have. Go out and bury it in the yard, <laughs> mom. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, really, really good. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, it's City of New York versus Homer Simpson. That's uh, very, very enjoyable. Uh, yeah. Um, they they always put the they always put the dickheads in in, in Tower Two. It doesn't use the word dickheads, but yeah. Again, uh, joke difficult to make now because of you know. yeah. Thanks, Al Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> um. The two Mrs. Mahasapim Petalons. Is that where he gets married? That's where he's supposed to have an arranged marriage. And so he pretends that he's already married to Marge. Yes. But then he meets her and they end up getting married. Oh, uh, yeah. That one's, that one's all right. That has an elephant in it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had an elephant. You did have an elephant. You loved it. You called him Stampy. So I, I already see, like, in season nine, there's good episodes. Like, they're not bad, but there's also episodes where it's like, oh, I don't really remember much about that. Or But it's all right. This seems a little bit... Um, None of, none of them are. Last Temptation to Cross is very, very good, and that actually is like kind of new territory. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them are kind of a bit. It's kind of a bit by the numbers, like a bit sort of like everything's been established, and we now have to play with these characters. Yeah. More yeah. And it's it's a little bit more. But it took um, what was that nineteen ninety seven? So it took many years for that to actually happen. Yeah, I think in a hot minute we'll we'll go for a couple more seasons. It, this will we'll... stop being two old men quoting Simpsons lines that they like and, and become yeah. two bitter men yelling about how the Simpsons isn't as good well, as it used to be. Uh, yeah, well, so strap in. So then we get into season ten. Okay. This is where Okay kids. <laughs> this is where there are bad episodes, but there's still good stuff. <laughs> there are still good episodes in Homer to the Max, I yeah. think, for a late Later and by I use later real like limitedly because they're this like, is twenty years ago. But yeah, yeah, but 
But I, I really like Homer the Max. I really like Maximum Homer Drive. I'm a sucker for Homer episodes. I get that. But right. Is is a kidney trouble the one where uh, he has to give his dad a kidney and yes. he escapes? And, says, uh, and then he, he's with a bunch of shameful people and one of them is a, uh, this British guy and he says, I want to tell you my story. Mate has tigers in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something like that. But we're, we're also getting into episodes where, uh, like, when you look at the titles, I'm like, I don't know what happens in that one. Like, uh, Med to the Mob. I don't know. I guess that's a... that's a It's a Quimby a, episode. Is it, is it Quimby and Fat Tony, presumably? Yes. I mean, if you're going to have a mob episode, you're going to put Fat Tony yeah, in it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> possibly legs. Possibly uh, <laughs> ty- Johnny Typlets. <laughs> uh, make room for Lisa, anyone? I don't no. know. <laughs> the old man of the C student. I mean, I, I see what it's going for, but I, I, yeah, I can't yeah. remember what happens. Yeah. Uh, 30 Minutes Over Tokyo. I think that's the one where they go to Japan and yeah, they go to that... the American restaurant in Japan and say, I want to see what America's take in Japan is. Yeah. That joke's all right. I think by the time we're getting to season season 11 which see, is the, I like Beyond Blunderdome um, which is the one with Mel Gibson and it could be problematic for some but uh, they they do a test screening of a new Mel Gibson movie and it's the remake of like Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and then they reshoot the ending based on Homer's notes and it's like I remember one of Homer's notes is what if there's a montage where you try on lots of funny hats and that's a good line I think that is also like we should have put in uh, the dog with the shifty eyes I think it was... <laughs> and uh, like the the recut the like the reshot version uh ends with a rampage like a violent rampage at the uh yeah in the Senate and at one point Mel Gibson's like all in favor say die and he <laughs> runs in a circle like firing a machine gun like on the ground it's uh it's really good also that has the line what would Braveheart do what would Payback do which is too <laughs> Not character names. Um, yeah, referring <laughs> referring to characters, referring to the character by not by the movie name rather than the character yeah, name is, is fun. Yeah, and, and, and uh, that's something that I we do. I think we've done it on this podcast. Yeah, so. I, I like. Yeah, um, we've definitely done it driving around. Other than to that, shows. I was like. I was literally just, I was going through here and I was like... No, Alone Again, Naturally, that's where um, they kill Mark Flanders, right? Yeah, not great. <laughs> and, but it's an interesting point of doing that in the show, but it's it's not going to make me... Killing off a character is actually not a great way of making me watch more of an episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what, you mean less of that? Like, Mind you, Mark Flanders and um, Helen Lovejoy... Kind of difficult to tell apart, like in terms of, in terms <laughs> yeah. of like, if you wrote the lines for each, you just saw them written down without character attributed to them, you wouldn't know who was saying what. It was kind of like uh, earlier today. I took an online quiz that was who said it or who wrote it, <laughs> James Joyce or the rapper Cool Keith, and they were indistinguishable. <laughs> it was really it was super hard. It's kind of like that, I think. Um, and then twelve, I think this is the uh, point I, where I think we I'm out fully. Hungry, Hungry Homer is the only episode that I can remember actually being like decent. I was, still, I was still watching it at this point. I watched yeah. about um, season 15, I think, but I can't remember a damn thing about any of them. So I think the episode, the, the, when I knew I was done with the show, I don't know what episode it is. I'm not going to bother to like look it up. But right. there was an episode where Bart got sent to like a juvenile detention center okay and it's just there wasn't a single good joke like, right in it like at all and i want to say that's probably season 13 is <laughs> my guess like john, maybe, yeah john Swartzwell is still writing on season he 13 is, but and one of my favorite comics danny gould is writing on it now and it's it's a shame because it's like oh these are the this is when it was bad like when when this guy i really like started writing for it is it's kind of bad. It's yeah, you know, there's none none of the episodes after that really stand out. I mean, I could, because I also had really taken my eye off the ball, and I had a fucking full time job, and like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't have time to obsessively watch The Simpsons anymore. And but I don't remember anything anything good after after about two thousand, to be honest. Um, I don't know to wrap it all up. Simpsons. Yeah, we didn't really get down to much, although we we shouted out a bunch of great episodes. This is basically two old men quoting The Simpsons as, as best they can remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we sort of talked about it. I, I, I personally think its legacy is very, very tarnished. And it is tarnished every year. I think it it loses 
points. I think the say, the statement The Simpsons is the greatest TV show ever made gets less and less true each year. Yeah. Those shows, the episodes that are still funny remain very, I very think, funny. I think the, this... n- the new sh- episodes being shit do not stop those episodes from being fucking amazing. It's true, but this this idea that it's the greatest sitcom ever when you have Seinfeld, the first season, kind of sucks. Yeah, and it's very strong after that. And it and then I I will ri- I will make the case that it stayed strong. Very very last season is not that great. It's not that great, but it's not unwatchable. No, it's either. it's very good. I like Seinfeld a lot. So it's hard to say that The Simpsons is the greatest sitcom ever when there's at least one other like sitcom that was stronger more of the time. Yeah, and as influential because Seinfeld is what is the most influential sitcom on live action sitcoms to very be. very hard to counter that i'm not sure yeah, yeah I, i'd like to, i'd like to say but what about but no there is no what about fucking i mean obviously if you go back before the stuff that influenced seinfeld or even like just early sitcoms generally but yeah there's there's definitely a that's that's a show that's stood out and is specifically influenced 30 rock and influenced so i would actually give seinfeld the ring at this point for yeah. best sitcom I think you can make the case for Fruity Rock also being the, like in the running for best sitcom of all time. The thing is, the stuff that's currently on now, um, which I think you've not seen because it's on Netflix. And I know you don't have Netflix yet, but the um, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is I watched absolutely fucking unstoppable. But it's only been two seasons, so I can't say this is. the And greatest I thought thing the ever second made. season was weaker than the first season. Oh, I've, you've seen I've it? I've watched both seasons. I've watched okay. Two I seasons. thought you'd not seen it. Okay, fine, great. Let's get into this. this all right, maybe we should maybe we, we we save should this. Not. For, we're, we're, we're yeah, we're at the two. fucking three-hour mark. Let's start talking about some more things. We should, yeah, let's uh, maybe another another time we can talk about just general yeah, fucking sick. Sure. Let's get into that. Okay. All right, we should wrap up about The Simpsons, though. Yeah. Um, you're, you're putting Seinfeld above it. I'm hesitant now, to do that. I but. wouldn't have done that before, and if you had told me when I was 19 years old that I would be putting any sitcom above any half an hour comedy above. Oh, all right, then would it be more fair to do it this way? Instead of doing it show for show, would it be fair to do it season for season? Like those middle, the seasons, uh, I'm going to say three through 11 of, of The Simpsons. Is there any season of Seinfeld that's better than any of those? Maybe. No, but I think if you did a top 10, I think. Oh, okay. That might be. That one might of be those fun. could sneak in, but I don't think it would be. I think it would think be, be like three you'd or have four. eight Simpsons episodes and maybe two Seinfeld episodes if you did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think it would be tough. Or if yeah. you just even did full seasons, where it's like season seven of yeah. Simpsons even is number one, you know, or whatever. You, you some other seasons of shows might sl- slip in, but they would be like probably four and below. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it would be mostly like like pound for pound. Seasons. I think yeah. If you think if you broke stuff down by seasons, it would the Simpsons would be. Like that would be the most hours of television that you'd have in yeah. your top ten. So yeah, I would agree. Okay, all right. Well, so there we go. We got s- some answers out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to that controversial. Simpsons isn't as good as it used to be. Did you guys aware <laughs> of that? <laughs> yeah. Um, do better, guys. All right. Um, but if we wanted to buy those Seinfelds on DVD, all those Simpsons on the not all the Simpsons on DVD. I mean, you could, but thank don't. Um, you need some fucking money. The way we make money is to do some ads. So here's some ads right now. We all know that metering is a full-time job. First thing in the morning, you're metering. Late into the night, guess what? More metering. It's like the metering never stops. Now, you know meters, meters, meters is taking care of all your metering needs. But when you're metering away in your office at 3 in the morning, don't you sometimes get cold? We got you. Introducing Meters, Meters, Meters Heaters, the all-in-one heat solution that makes metering the comfortable activity it should be. And the best part is it's included with most metering plans. So why let another cold evening stop you from metering? Use the code METERS and we'll include the new Meters, Meters, Meters Cheaters detector and a bottle of Meters, Meters, Meters Skeeter repellent. Meters, Meters, Meters Heaters, because more metering... Oh, fuck. So close! Motherfucker! Oh, man, you got almost all the way through it. Meters, 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 heaters. Because more heatering means more metering. What? Yeah. (laughs) Those guys are expanding, Paul. 
What are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> going to renew your subscription? I'm going to be honest. I like their money. <laughs> I never send mail. <laughs> like 100%. I, I'm not sure what their business plan is. <laughs> and they're expanding? <laughs> we should cash that check quickly. <laughs> All right. All right. Recommendations uh, and uh, experiences. <laughs> I don't know what we're calling this section. Well, I, got, I got something. Because uh, this week, um, Maria Bamford released her new special on Netflix called Old Baby. And it's spectacular. Um, I saw her last year do... Um, it was this material, and it was it was pretty good. I saw it live. Uh, and it, it was the weaker of Maria Bamford stuff, but it's still good because she's the best comic that there is. And then she released the record 20... We'll get to your comment about whether or not Maria Bamford's the best comic in a minute, sir. Uh, then she released the record 20%, uh, which was stronger than the, than the live thing that I'd seen. It was, like, better edited. And this is the best version of that material. So it's like, this is still not her greatest output, but it's probably the best comedy you're going to see this year. Over to you, Mr. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of statements yeah, in there. Yeah, a lot of facts. <laughs> there's a lot of undisputable objective facts. What what unusually shaped vinyl are you going to recommend this week? No, I, I did normal shaped vinyl. I'm going to go with a, uh, a split 7-inch. Seven 7-inch seven is a normal. Sure. It's an not? odd size of sandwich, but it's a normal size of vinyl. That's what I like about <laughs> it. So I'm going to go with split 7-inch. It's the uh, Welcome to Pennsylvania split 7-inch. Okay. So it's two bands, uh, a band Digger and a band called Weston. Um, so it's two bands from Pennsylvania in the 90s. Digger's really good. They do a lot of interesting stuff where they'll have two singers singing really opposite things at the same time. Oh. And it like, sounds cool. And they also are just like, good on their instruments. So there's oh. a lot of crazy stuff. I like the two two singers singing different things is a good trick. I, I, yeah. I, I always fall for that. So. Yeah, they're really good at that. Um, the flip side is this band Weston. Uh, the main dude from Weston is in a band now called Beach Slang that people really oh, like, and I they put it Beach Slang, and they put out an album. They might have put out a new album since then, but they put yeah. out an album last year or a year before that people really, really liked, and I heard stuff, and it's cool. Um, yeah, so that's that. So here we go, another long, yeah, long, long, long editing. E- I was gonna <laughs> have to edit the shit out it's, of this. It's it's gotten light and gone dark since we started recording this. So. Yeah, well, that's that's just my spirit thinking about editing this. <laughs> <laughs> We started talking about The Simpsons, and then we continued talking about yeah, The Simpsons. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I anybody's enthusiasm. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but <laughs> I'm going to edit this down. It's going to be a half an hour. It's going to be like The Simpsons. We're rad. Now they're not rad. Listen to some pop punk. We're out. <laughs>